Hello and welcome to Beautiful World Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Pez. As always, I appreciate you for listening to my podcast. Let's get right on into the message. Are you about that single life? Are you about that single life? This message is for the sisters because I can relate, you know, I can relate to you. Now, I would have never, never thought that I would get into, uh, 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 I would get to a point where I can look at being single as something valuable, valuable, okay? I thought that, hey, if I can get into a relationship, I will get what I need. And those are the, you know, things from within. I would get to have a have that fulfillment and that peace and have my void to be for you know filled and I won't have to deal with the the wounds that I've gotten from being traumatized I won't have to deal with being alone and having to deal with the demons <laughs> that you know constantly bothers me in my thoughts and you know just so many reasons why we don't want to be single and I'm just saying it out loud we, I'm just saying it out loud. When you are at a place where you can't be single, it's because whatever that you have going on within is too loud. It 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 it, it makes you, you can't. It's like if you were to have, if you were to be able to step outside of yourself, you wouldn't want to be in the same room with yourself. That's what it's all. That's what it is because you don't like yourself. You don't. Whatever it is, you don't like it. If you don't like it, you don't like yourself. But yet you want to put yourself in a room with somebody else and wonder why you keep attracting the type of relationship that never succeed. That is, you're not produce, producing healthiness in your relationship. But when I started to get in the presence of God, I finally got to a point where I can actually value this season of my life. I've ran from being single for so many years. Being single was a bad word. It was a, it was a, it was it was like a curse. It was something that was not normal <laughs> in my world. And you and I would always find myself in a situation where I were in a um, toxic relationship and wondering how. Am I not producing what I've seen on TV? Why am I not producing, excuse me, what I see in my friends or my cousins that look like they're having the best relationship in the world? They're doing things that I've never experienced with a guy myself. Why I can't produce that? Why am I keep attracting men who are broken and toxic? Men who carry um, narcissistic traits. Men who do not want to honor me and marry me. Why? I'm seeing it on TV. I'm seeing it in these romantic movies. I'm seeing it around me. Because I was never exposed to anything in my environment, in my community that was healthy. I was never sat down and no one ever talked to me i didn't i wasn't you know raised by parents who had the emotional and had emotional intelligence to 
to teach me what I needed to know. I was raised by TV. I was raised by my community. I was raised by my environment. I was only repeating what I was exposed to. And the only thing that looked good to me is a relationship. The only thing that made a woman look like she was happy, made a woman look like she had it all together, is a relationship. So that's what I got from that. That's what I pulled from that. And I wanted that for myself. So it became a belief. And that's what I pursued. That's what I went to as a way of me getting healed. As a way of me getting free from whatever I was dealing with within myself. To where I made these relationship I made an ideal of a relationship an idol even the 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 men that I were in a relationship with became an idol because I allowed them to treat me how they treated me I didn't have you know self-esteem high you know high self-esteem I didn't have a good self-image about myself so I would get into relationship and I would let I will I, I'm talking I got with some men who literally treated me like trash to where after so many times of being treated that way I really started to become angry and bitter and repeated the same behavior myself in relationship. So it was all toxicity around me. It was nothing that I can pull from that showed me what healthiness was. It was nothing that I learned from. So I was only repeating behavior that I was exposed to. And I've never been exposed to a woman who was single, who was about that life, to where I looked at her life and I said, I want to be like her. She looked happy. She looked free. No, I was always, it was always about relationship. I come up in a family when I was coming up as, you know, in my young 20s, late teenager years, having a boyfriend, bringing your boyfriend around a family. That was a big thing. I don't know if anybody can relate to that. But when you bring a man around, it's like you, you the one a trophy. You get a certain type of attention. It's like you have something to show for your life. Because you have the older women who, you know, would raised on that that belief that, hey, you got a man, why you not married? You don't have kids, you know? And you thinking that's another way that you've been taught is if they're pushing the issue, if they pressuring you, well, maybe I'm supposed to be married or maybe I should have a relationship because that's all they do is ask me, where's your man at? Why you ain't got no boyfriend? So maybe that's something. Mind you, if you don't have anybody that is sitting you down, that is teaching you, that has the emotional intelligence, you are going to live this life based off what you were exposed to, what looks good to you, what makes sense to you. Thank God we living in a time where information is out here. You got mentors that's coming out. You got life coaches, life coaches that's coming out that that's helping people. Thank God. You got to see the beauty of this era. I've gotten me a mentor and I'm so grateful for her because she helped me give language to a lot of things that I didn't understand. Oh my goodness. 
and I've been, you know, blessed to even meet other people who shown me something different from what I've experienced in my community, in my environment. Having a boyfriend was popular. You know, you got a boyfriend. Yay. You thinking that you doing something. You got your little boyfriend. <laughs> and it will get to a point if I... It, if one relationship end and... It, it just didn't seem normal to not have a boyfriend. It, 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 it Coming up in the 90s as a teenager, that was something, you know... Because I used to have a relationship that last... I was in one relationship, three, four years, then another one, five years. And, you know, and then it seemed like out of those relationships, I was getting more traumatized. I was getting more wounded to where by the time I got a certain age, it wasn't easy to pull those type of relationship no more. That's why you, you got to be wise in your youth. All right, ladies, you're young and you're, you're, you're easy. It's easy to pull guys now because it's going to come a place where you're going to be like, okay, well, I remember when I used to date with no problem. I ain't been on, how can I be transparent with y'all? And, I, and it's okay. I, I don't mind being transparent. I'm 40 years old. Praise the Lord. I just want to make let you know that I have made 40 years old. And this is a new, the, the Bible said that he is going to make, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's in the Bible. He's going to make your end better than your beginning. When I turned 40, it felt like a shift took place in my life. And I realized this is a new, this is a second half of my life. That's how I viewed it. This is the second half of my life. The first half, I went through some stuff. I experienced some stuff. I've dealt with a lot of pain. I've did this, but this time it's getting better from here. Moving forward, and and and, and, and I feel I don't know, cause I used to always think that it's some about forty. You, you come into your 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 sexiness, you know, and I and I know I need to be using that term, but it, it's just some about that age forty. You know, you have some people, oh my God, I'm getting old. No, I just, it's its a maturity thing. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, yeah, I'm, oh wow, I'm 40. But anywho, <laughs> the last time I've been on a date, all right, hmm, it wasn't in my 30s. It was before, it was in my 20s. I'm talking a date where somebody picked you up. You get in their car and y'all go out to eat. Yeah, I haven't been on one of those. And you might say, well, what you been doing? Just getting in a relationship? <laughs> you know, I can look back and laugh at it because God freed me. He delivered me. But just having a relationship, toxic relationship. We sit around, we drink, we smoke, we eat, we order food. Ride around in the car with liquor. Smoking and all that stuff. Just having relationship. And now, at 40, I literally said to myself, this is the best season of my life because it's quiet in my life. It's peaceful. I'm not hurting. I'm not waiting on somebody to call me. I'm not worried if 
he likes me, if he's going to return my call. I'm not wondering what he thinks of me. I don't feel insecure. I don't feel like I've given too much of myself. I don't feel like I'm being used. I don't feel like my time is being wasted. I'm not wondering if he ever going to marry me. Come on, do I need to keep going? I'm not wondering who was that girl he was talking to. Why is he holding his phone so tight? Where has he been at in the last two to three days? My life is quiet. And I am coming into self-discovery. I am learning about myself. I am learning the treasures that God has installed in me, my gifts, what makes me creative. It's like I'm even tapping into the kid part of me. Like, <laughs> the stuff that I do in this house, <laughs> when I'm working and I'm, you know, just, I'm, 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 I'm learning to love me. And there are some things that was exposed about myself that I didn't like. That's why I say it's the most valuable season. Because I had to go through a season where God had to mirror me and show me what would have sabotaged a marriage. What would have kept me in toxic relationship. And I didn't like that person. He had to show me why I didn't want to be alone. And this pandemic, and I know a lot of people can relate to this a lot of us to be by ourselves and deal with the thing that we kept running from just like it forced a person to be in a house with a person that they were a stranger to your busy life will keep you from recognizing that you were a toxic person you were a person that is suffering from self-identity crisis you were a person who has anger and rage that's how it is with yourself and I've sat in some things and I'll be like oh my god Lord take this out of my character take this out of my personality oh my goodness oh that's ugly I don't like it I went through a grieving process I went through a season where I didn't like what I was being exposed to and I literally said out loud no wonder I need to be single I literally gotten a gotten a revelation. I do not need to be nobody's wife, nobody's mother. That's the type of exposure that God had to show me, and it was very uncomfortable. That's the beauty of your singleness, because He can work on you. He can show you what will manifest in a marriage, what will a man, what will manifest in a relationship. He will show you that while you're single. Get it done now. Let him work on you now. And let me tell you something, okay? When he start working on your heart, and he start dealing with you, and you start to realize that pain, the wounds, and the void, he start taking care of that. Now what you want to be married for what you want a relationship now you'll be able to have time to sit back and see what marriage is all about see what he has been doing lately is exposing me to healthy marriage whether i see it on you know social media whether i'm learning about it he's giving me the revelation 
that allows me to be honest and say I don't think I'm ready for that because everything else that was going on within me that made me want it to be married and want it to be a relationship God is dealing with that he is he's taking care of that so that leaves me open to say okay well I don't need to be married I want to be married I want to have a husband you know to be honest I do need my husband but not in the way that I would idolize it not in a way that I will make him an idol in a way that if I never get married I would feel like my life would never be fulfilled because even as a single woman God has given me everything I need I feel so much safer to a point that even if he sends me a man <laughs> I'm like Lord I I'm loving your presence so much. You want to have to literally, might you might have to tap me on the shoulder and be like, "Okay, baby girl, it, he's he's okay, he's safe." Because before that, I was quick to get into a relationship. I was quick to run into the presence into an arm of a narcissist, <laughs> a serial cheater. I was quick. I didn't care. I. I I got a man, y'all. I got a relationship. And I was that type of woman that people knew. Like, she... I, I believe people around me were starting to feel sorry for me because every time I got into a relationship, I went through some traumatic event. It ended so horrible. <laughs> and I started to believe that I was cursed. I'm like, I can't... I don't get it. And it wasn't that. It was... I was only... Because I was very toxic, all right? And I was just attracting what was in my heart. I was attracting my own character type, my own personality type. And that is so real. And we don't understand that. And we can't. And then you will watch people around you as you growing up. See, you don't know what was going on between your, 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 your auntie and your aunt, your mama and your daddy. You only saw what looked good. You don't find that out until you become an adult and you have your own relationship. And you're like, yeah, they want that happen. They were lying. See, we let external things fool us. And we thinking, hey, that looks good. I want that. We in matching outfits and he just popped up upside the head the night before. You never know what's going on. And people got to a point that they know they stuff messed up. But if you present it and make it look good so the world can see, they will lie and dress it up. They will rather than tell you the truth. They will rather you believe that they are in a happy relationship. Now you do got some people out here whose relationships are healthy. Who relationship is built on a godly foundation. I'm just saying where I come from, I didn't have that example. I saw a lot of fakeness. A lot of pretending. That's what I saw. I saw the external side of things. But then on the back end, I'm hearing the truth about what's going on behind closed doors. Because people run their mouth. You be thinking your life is your secret. It's always somebody telling your business. And as I came up, I've always heard about somebody's relationship. Who was cheating on who? And I started to put two and two together. I'm like, it's just even real. Do love really exist? Oh my God. Because when I started to get into a relationship, then I saw how traumatized. I'm like, okay, I, it's not working for me. 
And then I said, you know what? Your girl just made 40. Just made 40. So, and now I'm here and I'm like, okay. All right. My life is quiet. I'm loving it. I'm not saying that I'm scared of a relationship. I love my peace so much that I'm more skeptical now. At first, it was like, okay, you... I was that type of woman. I don't. I want to ask you no questions. I didn't have, and I and I'm I'm being transparent. Don't judge me now, but I didn't ask questions. I didn't have, you know, the type of boundary that would have protected my peace. Because in order for me to have that, you know, mentality, I would have had to have a peace. So what was I protecting? I didn't have nothing to protect. <laughs> I just wanted to be in a relationship but now that I've gotten something valuable I have something to have boundaries for I have something to have standards for now that I know who I am in Christ now that I have experienced peace and love and now that I see that it's not a relationship it's not a man that's gonna give me the fulfillment and the peace and the love that I need because when you depend on anything outside of God to do what only God to do you are operating in idolatry and that is why a lot of us are is living a rebellious life because we are idolizing everything around us we are seeking the things and peoples and places of this world to give us what only God can give us and we constantly constantly getting slapped in the face we're constantly getting hit with reality and you got some people who just just made up their mind and they know that the relationship that they're in is not for them they're not happy they're miserable but they just gave up and said hey this to do this right here this this right here to work it'll work I'll, I'll just deal with this and then present it to everybody else and dress it up and that's how people get deceived. That's how people who, you know, teenagers and children who's growing up and they're watching it and they're believing that, okay, this what auntie did. This what, this what mama did. Because nobody is sitting down and they're telling the truth and everybody didn't have emotional intelligence. And that's what happened to me. I was only repeating what I saw, what looked good, what made, what made sense to me. But when I got into the very act, the result wasn't matching up with what I thought I saw on TV, with what I thought I saw in other people's relationships. So I started to question some things like, okay, something I, I, I knew I needed to heal. I knew I wasn't happy. I knew I literally had a season that I believed that one day I was going to get married. All of my problems were going to go away and I was no longer going to be this hurt, broken. I thought it was, this has to do with age, you know, as I get older, cause that's what it looks like. When I saw, when I see, you know, people around me who has been in relationship for 20 years and I'm like, they look okay. They come and they, they dress nice. They driving in the same car. They been together. They don't look like they going crazy, but then like I stay. You have the conversation with somebody and they start spilling the beans. And you like, such and such? Well, he been cheating on her. He been cheating? She cheating? Oh, no. 
people be telling your business i'm trying to tell you you think that your life is just secret <laughs> yeah all right especially if you come from a toxic community and you <laughs> that happening anybody can have a big mouth it don't matter what the location is but the point that i'm making is you be thinking your life is just secret and it's not and that's how i learned that that statement everything that look green the grass ain't green greener on the other side if i'm saying it right but the point that i'm making in all of this your singleness is the most valuable season that you can operate in social media culture um just culture culture whatever your girl got to get her pronunciation going it's letting us it's showing us that a relationship is what we need in the time that we're living now the way they are presenting relationship you seeing people all over social media now everybody want to be married now everybody want to get proposed to everybody want to be in a relationship they want to do youtube videos they want to do prank videos and you got people who are single with their back turned to the most valuable season in their life looking at this stuff and then when they finally do get into a relationship and they realize i'm still toxic i'm still hurt i still feel empty i am not getting what i thought this does not look like what they look like in their relationship on youtube this does not look like the relationship i saw on tv somebody is lying yes they are you're looking for fulfillment you're looking for peace you're looking to be healed you're looking for your identity and guess what it's in the hands of god and the most dangerous thing is to believe that a man is going to give you exactly what god can only give you you need to get that from god first that way you will not be a burden to a man you putting that man in the place of power, power that he don't have. And you're wondering why you've never been honored. You're wondering why a man does not make you feel what you, be, you know, make you feel peace, make you feel fulfillment, make you feel whole, because that's not his job. You come ready, already with the package deal, already whole, already knowing who you are, already knowing the purpose that God has placed on your life. When God presents you to a man, he needs to be able to see confidence. He needs to see a woman not afraid to be by herself if need be, not afraid to use her voice because she's not so desperately in need for a relationship that if he gets out of line she ain't gonna say nothing he needs to see a woman that's gonna he needs to be able to be like she don't play she speaks her mind you don't need to raise your voice you don't need to be angry you have so much confidence that you have a certain tone that you speak in See, when you get in the presence of God, he be, cause God be doing stuff and I be talking and, you know, I'm learning. I'm, I'm, he, he makes you aware of a lot of things about yourself that you start. I'm, I'm learning adequate. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, cause your girl can get a little ghetto, but I'm learning adequate. I'm learning how to stay proper things. And, you know, I'm preparing myself for the next elevation because I know God is going to continue to elevate my life. 
he will keep you entertained in your single season. Don't think you're just going to be sitting there only if you allow it. If you're just sitting there and you don't want to yield to God and his love, you don't want to get into his word, get into his presence and do the work, yeah, you will waste years and years and years because he is not going to present you to his son. What are you going to, you need to become a help. You need to let God install in you whatever it is your husband is going to need whomever he is calling you to be whatever he is doing in your life it's going to fit your husband it's going to fit a need that he has but when you get to a place where you can look at a relationship a marriage and not be moved by it because right now you are at peace right now you you're loving your time with god i'm having a blast i'm telling and i do have my moment now and that's my human nature but i know how to yield i know i know how to deal with moments like that i know when to pray i know when to read my word i know when to cast my burden i know when to do i i'm i i know what i, I know my tool and i understand that i'm going to have it's natural for me to have a need I do need my husband and I can't wait to meet him but if I if if I have to be in God's presence a little bit longer I know I'll be okay because his love alone is beautiful his presence alone is beautiful I love him I love his the the way his love is just so fulfilling and that's what I'm trying to get you to understand be about that single life God have something in store for you he has something that is so beautiful don't miss out on it thank you for listening to beautiful world podcast i am your host and i definitely definitely will be back with more bye